Hey, you guys, welcome to episode nine of the R&R Life. This will be restoration and recovery. Um, I wanted to write a book a while back that said, so what, you're an addict. Um, what are you going to do about it? Addiction is a painful cycle that continuously pulls you down into its grippy claws and destroys you. It takes everything you love and hold most dear to your heart, ripped out of it, rips it out of your grasp without your direction. You've opened the door to a very dark life without your knowledge. Thessalonians 5, 6 8. So then let us not be like others who are asleep, but let us be awake and sober. For those who sleep, sleep at night, and those who get drunk, get drunk at night. But since we belong to the day, let us be sober, putting on faith and love as a breastplate and the hope of salvation as a helmet. Second Corinthians 12, 9 tells us, God tells you that his strength is all you need because his power is greatest when you are weak. Let God become your strength. When we surrender all of our own control over to him, he helps us to, he helps to carry us through those moments and heal what is the catalyst for our addiction. God's grace is sufficient for us all, even liars, cheaters, thieves, others who hurt people in their act of addiction. God still loves you. Even if you relapse, God is not going to leave you to sit in your addiction alone. Jeremiah seven fourteen, Heal me, Lord, and I will be healed. Give save me and i will be saved for you are the one to praise god puts addiction into the same category as disease in the bible it is something we can be healed from therefore if we can be healed from it it can give us hope to continue working to get clean and stay clean first corinthians 6 19 through 20. do you not know that your bodies are temples of the holy spirit who is within you who you have received from god you are not on your own you were bought at a price therefore honor god with your bodies substance abuse harms the body and the mind which is created by god in his image god is our primary foundational resource in recovery god teaches us through his word to have faith enough to forgive ourselves in faith we learn that we are not defined by our addiction struggling with addiction regardless of what kind doesn't it doesn't make you a bad person Forgiving yourself is incredibly helpful when you're in the recovery process. I love the serenity prayer as well and helping to transform your mind on a daily basis throughout the healing process. It's important to have a mantra or something easy to say over and over and over again during those weakest moments to help you make it through a severe craving or a withdrawal. God grant me the serenity to accept the things I cannot change, the courage to change the things I can, and the wisdom to know the difference. But we got to find the root cause. Root causes for addiction often include trauma, mental health struggles, and genetic predisposition. There is no one cause for addiction. Therefore, no one can accurately predict who will become addicted after substance abuse and who will not. Addiction can also be caused by a disconnection from God. By failing to live according to God's will or direction causes people suffering. Therefore, establishing or reestablishing a connection with God will significantly improve your chances for a lifelong recovery. In Psalms, the Bible teaches us that the Lord is our rock and our fortress. He's our deliverer. He's our God. He's our rock in whom we are supposed to take refuge. He's our shield. 
our horn of salvation and our stronghold. The Lord is close to the brokenhearted and saves those who are crushed in spirit. Psalms 34, 18. Addiction weighs on our hearts and crushes our spirit. Through the relationship with the Holy Spirit, we begin to trust in God's forgiveness through Jesus Christ. With the help of Christ, we can walk through recovery and live out our mission for the kingdom of God. Number one, we have to admit that our lives have become unmanageable. Number two, we have to accept that we need God to become sober. Number three, we have to decide to turn our lives over to God. Four, take honest stock of your life. Five, admit your wrongdoings to God, yourself, and others. Be ready to have God remove your character defects. Number seven, ask God to remove your shortcomings. Number eight, write down everyone you've harmed during your addiction and be ready to make amends. Number nine, make amends to those you've harmed. Number 10, continue to honestly talk or look at your actions and admit when you're wrong. Number 11, pray to God for direction and the power to follow those directions. And number 12, put into practice what you've learned and carry the message of faith and recovery to other adults. 1 Peter 5, 8-9, be sober-minded, be watchful. Your adversary, the devil, prowls around like a roaring lion seeking someone to devour. Resist him, firm in your faith, knowing that the same kinds of suffering are being experienced by your brotherhood throughout the world. You have to make serious strides to heal your dysfunctional core beliefs. You have to believe that you are good and worthy of recovery. We learn to accept that which we cannot change and navigate through the roughest waters of our lives. The villagefamily.org says, number one, notice when you're fighting against reality. The Bible tells us that we fight not against the flesh, not against flesh, but against the darkness and evil powers of the world. Number two, Remind yourself that you can't change what has already happened. Make amends knowing that you can't change what's already happened, but you can promise to be a better person moving forward. Number three, embrace your feelings, but learn to have control over them. You can be mad, angry, scared, overwhelmed, lonely, as long as you don't let those feelings take root and lead you back into addiction. Number four, pretend that you're accepting reality. Changing your actions and behaviors to reflect a personified acceptance can help to actually shift your mind. Imagine accepting things as they are. Number five, relax your body. This was a huge struggle for me in my recovery because using methamphetamines caused my brain to feel normal. The quietness and peace that existed within my mind became my reason for continuing to use. We have to find healthier approaches that reciprocate the same feelings the drug induced within us. Number six, use coping statements. I brushed over this previously talking about, you know, having a mantra. The serenity prayer is a great one, but it can be anything. The more the coping statement is rooted in emotion, the better it will work. Memorizing them, memorize it that they become part of your, the fibers of your being. My why and my coping statement. My kids deserve a mom who is fully committed and of sober mind and body to take care of them. My husband deserves a wife that is fully capable of being his wife and not just his addicted lover. Number seven, 
know what it takes know that it takes practice the more you put yourself out there the easier it becomes your new re the easier it becomes your new reality the less you'll want to revert to your old ways there's a pdf found on the villagefamily.org called practicing radical acceptance worksheet that may help you through the acceptance process there will always be something trying to pull you back into active addiction you must have the tools in place that are necessary you must have your feet planted in christ in order to endure without god i would not be sitting here to tell you what i'm telling you today as i have battled through the process i've learned to recognize that the thing within me that needs christ there will always be a part of us that wants to seek immediate gratification and a desire to fit into the world around us as we plant our feet first or for, as we plant our feet further into the word of god we'll understand that we are not made of this world we are not made to be a part of this world we belong to the kingdom of heaven as heirs to the kingdom I hope and pray that if you're struggling through recovery and you have nowhere else to turn, that you'll call out to Christ in your time of desperation and let him restore your soul like only he can. I hope that y'all have a wonderful day. Um, I will be talking more about recovery and addiction and a lot of things um, that deal with abuse and mental health. Um, but I hope you guys have a wonderful day and I will see you next time. Bye-bye.